You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer, especially if you didn't get it for Christmas and somebody dropped the fucking ball on your gifts. Ag, go pick it up. You'll be happy about it. And if you love this show, you can support the show by going to subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. That is subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. Still the best way to make your impact felt on this broadcast and that's where you can make your individual contributions to the show for as little as five dollars a month and if you love this show you can download it in podcast format you go to bit.ly forward slash dilly show that's bit.ly forward slash dilly show and and that is uh all done daily usually by drive time courtesy of magical producer trevor bit.ly forward slash dilly show all right all right, good morning, hello, happy Tuesday. The day after Christmas, we're in the home stretch. my last day of vacation, thank fucking God. I can only handle so much vacation, I gotta be honest with you. And I, uh, I take my eye off the ball for a couple of days and all of a sudden the world just starts going fucking crazy. People are melting down. Oh, Dewey, is it gonna be a scary year? It's 2024. Oh my God, you understand? Big scary things are gonna happen. A black swan event, bleh. You mean a black swan event like indicting a former president of the United States fucking four or five times? You mean something like that? Is that what you kind of meant by colossal black swan event? Boogity boogity fucking scary scary. Give me a break. I'm over that shit. I don't know. Everybody in their feelings. I just got a feeling. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I don't care what you think you felt, you thought you saw. I don't give a shit about any of that. None of that matters to me. I am the fucking prize. Fuck your feelings. Fuck your senses. I'm sure, Dilly, I'm just sure there's something wrong in the fucking ionosphere. I can feel it trickling down upon me. All of my friends on social media melting the fuck down at once. The same rhetoric, which is something scary is coming. I got news for you. It's 20 fucking 23, about to be 2024. Scary was Joe Biden stealing the White House and actually inserting himself in and no one did a goddamn thing to stop him. That's scary, okay? Scary is eight to 12 to 15 to 18 million illegal immigrants in your country, undocumented, unfucking vaccinated. God knows what they're coming here with. That's scary. But fucking sitting behind a computer and prognosticating about scary events in the future, it's the most predictable shit ever. I have news for you. Of course bad shit's gonna happen next year. Bad shit happens every fucking year. You don't have to be Catherine Harridge with that fucked up haircut to predict that something bad is gonna happen. In the next 30 days, a bad thing will happen. In the next 60 days, a bad thing will happen. Yeah, no shit. No shit, it's for all the marbles. It's fucking for global domination. Of course bad shit's gonna happen. And I don't give a fuck. We should still smile and continue to fight like hell. I don't care. None of that fucking matters. You can't get what you want in life by fixating on the things you're scared might happen. And I also have more bad news for you. Even if you knew what they were gonna do, you fucking knew it. You knew the day they were gonna do it. You knew how they were gonna do it. You knew who was gonna do it. You still couldn't stop them. So why fucking focus on it? 
You're still not gonna be able to stop them. The only thing you can do to dictate this fucking future global events is take actions that put them on defense. That's why there's no value in focusing on what they might do to you. You focus on what you're going to do to them. So that's how you actually play real offense and actually fucking win. Thus, look at 2023. They thought they were going to indict Donald Trump repeatedly and then offer you an alternative that was nice and clean. His name was Rod DeSantis. And instead, along came this merry band of fucking misfits known as the Dilly Meme Team and completely fucked the whole thing up. They wasted $100 million and now that guy, that Rod DeSantis is fucking circling the drain. That didn't take some scary fucking psycho op fucking effort, okay? All it took was day in and day out, nonstop effort to prevent them uh, from ever being able to play offense with us. We played the offense. We did the offense. We put them on fucking defense and that's how we won. And that's why DeSantis is damn near out of the race. And this $100 million investment has failed colossally. And now they're dealing with the fact that not only did you not stop Trump? You actually propelled him to victory in 2024 because he went up 20 to 30 points after every fucking, uh, the, the entire 2023 calendar year indictments. That's the reality, okay? All right, good. I just wanna get this out of the way. I think that there's a, there's a fucking leadership gap in this country and uh, I don't know how it you guys are doing, but I know what the fuck I'm doing. So you can follow me if you want and that'd be cool and totally you're welcome but I ain't following anybody else, just so we're clear. Because as far as I can tell, I look around and I see nobody with any vision or a plan. And I got a fucking vision and I got a plan. So I have no fucking intention of following any of these people. None of them. But you're welcome to follow me if you want. All right, it's gonna be a big show. Uh, it's going to be an hour show because I have one last vacation thing I'm doing today and it's gonna be awesome. I'm going on a fucking uh, sightseeing tour. And so I'm gonna wrap this thing up by about an hour, hour and five minutes. So we're gonna keep this thing nice and tight. But first, let's take care of a little bit of MAGA Commerce. Oh my God, it's Licorice Guy. LicorishGuy.com. I know, you're probably sad. You're like, I got almost everything I wanted this holiday season, except for the licorice. And that sucks. And that's not right. And so you know what you need to do? Be a little fucking greedy. Go take care of yourself this time. LicorishGuy.com. Red licorice. Cinnamon licorice. Black licorice. Blue raspberry licorice. Grape licorice even. Chocolate licorice and seasonal flavors such as apple licorice, all available at licorishguy.com. Not only that, maybe you got a, a New Year's Eve party coming up, huh? You wanna get some, some goodies. You better order today. If you order today and you put a rush on it, you might have it in time to impress your friends. Maybe you wanna just start the new year right because you know scary black swan events are right around the corner in 2024. So you need to make friends in the neighborhood. That's what I did. I bought off all my neighbors using licorice. It's been fantastic. Licorishguide.com, promo code DILLY15 for 15% off. Plus, they've got bundle orders where you can mix and match 
and have all of the different flavors so you can try each of them and decide which one's the best, which they're all the best. So good luck trying to uh, separate that. But licorishguide.com, the best, most nostalgic, ginormous, flavorful licorice on the market today, licorishguide.com. Promo code DILLY15 for 15% off. Our other sponsor of the day, angelpaste.com. That's right. This wonderful product. Thank God for Barbara Doty out in Spring, Texas. If it weren't for her, I might still be dealing with runaway eczema all over my face and helm and fucking head and hair and you name it. Almost said my helmet because that's what it felt like. But you know what? I don't have those problems anymore because angelpaste.com, uh, Barbara's uh, invention here, her miracle cream solved the problem. Took care of all that shit. You use it every single night. I use it before bed. I use it right when I wake up. And uh, I am diligent on this. And you know what happened? It all went away. All the dryness, all the flakies, all gone. It's a really great product. You guys got to check them out. Angelpaste.com. Promo code Dilly will get you a dollar off. It's not a big savings, but it does help our sponsor track the sales to the Dilly 300. Angelpaste.com. Check them out today. All right. How you guys doing? I know, I opened with a rant. I wasn't gonna open with a rant, but then I felt ranty. I felt ranty in my heart. I got on uh, Twitter, and I got on Twitter this morning, and I went, what is, this? what is going on here? Everybody's, everybody's got a feeling about a bad thing gonna happen. I don't even know what the point of fucking voicing that kind of shit is. I'm serious, and I'm not dunking, they're all my friends. I saw a bunch of my good friends and a lot of my favorite people prognosticating about some super scary event that may in fact happen in 2024. But I have news for you guys. Bad shit happens every single year. Bad people do bad things every year, every day actually. You could turn on the TV and the news and you can find it. You can find something shit happening. You're like, oh, this guy got killed and this guy got killed and that girl got killed and this person got raped and that person got fucking persecuted and this person drowned and this these children burnt, their house burnt down. It's like, you can always find some shit, okay? I just don't, here's the thing, I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you something else, okay? The global powers that be are scared shitless right now and not necessarily of you. They're scared because there's a leadership vacuum on this planet right now. And it's a little bit chaos. And I got news for you. They've got a lot to lose too. One misstep, one misstep and you want World War III? Name a country that benefits from World War III, go ahead. Oh wait, go ahead and let me know who you actually think wants World War III. Actually, not who's who's posturing. Who do you really think benefits? Is it China whose fucking economy is cratering and they probably wouldn't be able to fucking field a military or feed it? Is it America who has the lowest troop reserves in 80 fucking years? Oh, it must be Russia, right? Because they're doing so fucking awesome dealing with shit ass tiny little Ukraine. I'm waiting. All of that fear porn, all built towards getting you to do what they need you to do, and it doesn't do shit. World War III, you think that they want World War III. You think that any of them are in a position to mount that kind of an offensive. Really? Really? Give me a break. And the thing that's weird about this too is like you guys, I, I see your smart responses, but now I'm gonna make you look, to, let's talk through them, okay? Okay, so I'm gonna, cause everybody loves to say things. So here we go. So we got military contractors, right? That's one of the answers. The globalists, right? 
Go ahead. Who else? Just so we're clear, World War III is fought with nuclear weapons. So who exactly is really like they're looking to profit off of total annihilation of the planet? Because because nothing says I succeeded and I'm super powerful like living out your days in a bunker below the earth, right? Can someone let me know exactly which human being rationally is like, oh my God, we'll make like $150 billion and then we can live underneath the earth's fucking surface. Does anybody have, like, are we using rational thoughts anymore? At some point, profits don't matter if you end civilization. There is no profits in your bunker. These countries are scared shitless of an actual fucking nuclear showdown because they actually aren't prepared for that outcome. And nobody really wants to lead this gigantic shit planet right now, including China. They don't want that, they don't want that rule. I don't know if you looked at China, their fucking economy is collapsing in, in fantastical fucking uh, spectacular fashion. So China's economy is totally eroding into nothing. Some of their largest corporations are going totally bankrupt. And we're only so many months away from their fucking population starving to death. But they want to go to World War III. Or maybe it's the it's the scary Ruskies who can't deal with a fucking uh, a fucking cocksucking leader from Ukraine. You couldn't you couldn't beat Ukraine, but you want to take on the United States, right? It's all a psyop. It's all a psyop to get you to buy into the fear. They want you to believe they have more power than they do. Nobody wants to tell you the truth because then you might do more of it. Let me ask you a smarter question. If if Ron DeSantis is a globalist puppet, which by all accounts he is, he's got Chinese backers, he's got Soros backers. So let's just say that Ron is the, he's the fucking, he's our guy, right? He took our money and he's gonna run and stop Trump. They, they literally blew through $100 million and got destroyed by some fucking internet dorks named the Dilly Meme Team who destroyed his whole campaign. And the best they could muster was a New York Times article 11 months after the fact. All they could do to me, I, I'm telling you the truth, okay? I don't have any crazy, scary things happening at my house. There's no super secret fucking letters I've received and I'm like, oh my God, the deep state's coming for me. 11 months of butt-fucking a guy with $100 million and who was supposed to be the deep state plant to take over MAGA and they never mounted a counteroffensive against me or the team other than a New York Times article? Can we just appreciate how retarded some of these conspiracy theories sound at this point? Wouldn't they have just taken us out? Like there's a bunch of my team you could have just fucking taken out quite easily and no one would have noticed because they're anons. Oh, they just disappeared one day. But nobody got taken out. We just kept getting stronger and more popular. Like is anybody using logic? Do you think they're in the business of losing $100 million and their main candidate that was meant to stop Trump from being able to take on Biden? I'm just waiting for someone to give me a counter narrative 
to why we would be allowed to continue destroying his candidacy for free and if that was if he was part of a scary plan from the WEF or Soros or China people just spew shit that they learned or heard on on fucking the internet and then they don't ever vet it through like a logical window they don't go hold on does this make sense they just say things and then i tell you you sound stupid and you counter me with more stupid things and i go explain to me slowly the rationale behind that thought and then and then there is none it's just more shit you read on someone else's twitter page Why would they leave us alone? We have no protection. We're just regular people. We have no, we're not, we have no fucking security forces behind us. None of us are mega fucking stupid rich where we can mount some kind of like uh, fucking counter lawfare offensive. We're just regular people who completely ruined one of their candidates that were, was meant to replace Trump. And we helped them lose a hundred million dollars. Like Ken Griffin of C- Citadel, pissed away seven and a half million dollars gone because a bunch of ragtag memers fucked his shit up how powerful are the people that you actually think like running oh they run things are scary are they in the room right now just maybe i'm the asshole and if i'm the asshole fine but counterpoint me If they could have stopped us, they would have. They, the truth is they couldn't. Maybe they don't want to. I think one of the most secret, secret crazy things, it's the tiniest little belief I have in the back of my mind. You know what I really think? I think that some of the people that really wanted to get rid of Trump really, really don't, uh, they, they don't want him to stay gone. I think there's a whole bunch of people that for political reasons will always always take the public uh, approach of saying Donald Trump is bad for democracy, bad for America. And privately, they are fucking praying he gets back into power because there are there's no leadership in this country right now. None. You got no fucking leadership. Your fucking military went woke. Your government is retarded. Your celebrities are fucking retarded. Your general public is fucking retarded. There's no leadership in this country. And they're living through the same shit. Chaos. Fucking bunch of jihadi fucks shutting down subways in New York on Christmas fucking day because nobody's leading that state. Nobody's leading that city. Total fucking chaos. And you think all these rich assholes who still live there, this is what they were envisioning. They're like, this is what I wanted. You think China, who's fucking falling off the goddamn cliff economically, is like, hey, we can't keep our shit in order, but we'd love to be number one right now. That's what you think. That's what the fucking evidence tells you. Because the evidence tells me that they don't want Biden anymore. And they're like, we'll take our chances with Trump. I, I'm, I'm looking at this situation. I'm thinking they went as far as they could go with a bad idea. They looked into the fucking abyss of socialism and communism in this country and went, fuck this. 
China went to the edge and looked into the abyss of what it would mean to be the world leader responsible for everybody who's fucking falling apart. And China went, yeah, fuck that. I'm not fucking getting in there. There's a bunch of these countries and people that looked into the abyss that is the fucking socialism and the WEF plan and all that other crap. They went to the, the fucking very edge and stared into it and went, yeah, nah, I'm good, bro. They're just never gonna say that publicly. They're never gonna say it publicly. <sighs> you gotta stop with the fear shit. If you can't be a leader, then be smart enough to shut the fuck up. Otherwise, if you're gonna lead, why demoralize your troops? We know Biden's fucked everything up. We know he screwed up the economy. We know he screwed up the border. We know they screwed up healthcare and everything else. You need more of the same. You'll have, there'll be, here, here's your bold prediction. Some psychopath is gonna go off his fucking medication and shoot something up in 2024. Was it the deep state? Oh my God, it was the deep state. They're planning this as a way of, or do you have 350 million people in a country that has a massive fucking mental illness problem with a fucking excessive amount of guns that are easily accessible with a society that's breaking down and doesn't give a shit about its weakest or sickest and those people are going to decide that group that group is who's going to be punished for how my life turned out that's not a deep state plan that's quite literally the most obvious shit ever oppressed people with fucking psychotic issues and nothing to lose with access to guns, shoot shit up. That doesn't make me some fucking bold predictor of things. And Catherine Herridge and everybody else, else predicting some black swan scary event in 2024, it's an election year. Of course there's gonna be something scary. Again, not bold. That isn't a bold prediction. That doesn't mean she has super secret fucking knowledge of shit. By the way, Catherine Herridge, by the time, once she joined CBS, her credibility went to fucking zero. Almost every big story she was supposed to drop turned out to be dog shit. So give me a fucking break. But people are parroting this for clicks because fear generates con conversation. And there's real money in conversation now on Twitter. You can get people to talk to you you can make a lot of money every two weeks. So now it's like, oh, here's what I think's happening. Here's what we think, I'm feeling it, I can see it. I was doing my fucking, I was thinking a thing. I cooked my toast earlier and there was the face of a fucking man and it looked like there was a bomb about to land on his head, so. Bad shit happens, the world keeps going and you've gotta identify what you want and you have to dictate to them the terms of the game. In 2023, the Dilly Meme team dictated the rules of fucking, uh, of, of politics along with Donald Trump's team. And we dictated the terms and the rules of the fucking primary. We did. We didn't wait to see how DeSantis was gonna attack us. We preemptively fucking launched attacks on him. We set the fucking tone. We did that. Dilly Meme team did that and it destroyed a guy's career, 
It destroyed a deep state plan. It destroyed a fucking uh, establishment candidate that was going to walk into the 2028 presidency. Gone. All of it. And we did it preemptively. And if they could have stopped us, they would have. And they didn't. They have less power than you realize. We decide what the future holds. We decide. We do. We decide whether or not this shit continues. Are they gonna do bad stuff? Of course. How you respond to it is what we're looking for here. They're gonna do bad things and you go, fuck you, you're still not getting my guns. They're gonna unleash scary things and you go, fuck you, I'm still not getting vaxxed or wearing a mask. You just keep doing this and saying Trump 2024. Trump 2024. You just do this all the way until November 3rd and you'll win. Now, if you start hyperventilating and overreacting to all of their shit, well, you're probably gonna lose. You gotta stop being what you were before. And what you were before are a bunch of fucking uh, chicken little pussies. No offense. But you guys run around. It's weird too talking to normal ass motherfuckers that never accomplish shit. And you're talking to a guy that literally manifests and creates his life daily from home or from vacation. Like I created my best life from my couch. But you're gonna tell me about what it takes to actually build and create something and manifest and, and, and actually have an outcome that I desire. You're, you're gonna talk to me about it while you toil in fucking whatever situation you're in. Like I get it, if you're, if you're a badass motherfucker who has the best life, best body, best wife, best everything, well then I guess we should have a conversation. But if you can't check any fucking box, let alone all the fucking boxes, why are you telling me that the philosophy I'm trying to get you guys to implement is wrong? Because I keep having a lot of really loud losers in my mentions. Well, what? According to Tucker Carlson, what the fuck do I give a shit about him? It took him 35 fucking years to figure out that he was a pawn in the deep state. Really? Even he's embarrassed by it. He talks about it openly. Dude worked for fucking CNN up until 2013. He didn't even figure out that he was a fucking pawn until like 24 months ago. And I'm like supposed to be like, oh, well shit, let me defer to him. It took him almost three fucking decades to figure out some shit that I figured out in a matter of fucking months. Really? I think people struggle to even identify what a real leader looks like. What's real leadership look like? Because none of this is leadership. This is a bunch of after the fact motherfuckers. Oh, I, I figured a thing out. I think it's gonna get scary. I think they're gonna try to hurt people. I got It's like, dude, yeah, welcome to the world, dude. That's not how you fucking lead. We already know. All of that is already a fucking given, okay? It just give me a break. Anyway, all right, if I, don't, if I don't stop now, I'm never gonna get into this show. And I think I wanted to, oh, hey, I wanted to show you guys a store that uh, I think I, I'm not saying I own this so store. I'm saying it. no one would have batted an eye if I told you I own this store. So I was walking around on uh, uh, Lido Key and I was down at St. Armand Circle and uh, I see this store. I don't own this store. I can see why you'd think it though. This is a store dedicated to salty semen, okay? BD's salty semen. So, I don't own that. 
So if you go in there looking for autographs and shit, you're gonna be in the wrong place because I don't actually own this. It would be, I'm not even blaming you for assuming that I would own something like this because I totally would, but I don't. So don't go in there asking for shit, okay? All right, I just wanna make sure. Just get that out of the way right now. Let's get that out of the way right now. <laughs> so, okay. So here's how we can do this today. We can either do Dilly in the Wild today or I can save all of them. You know what, I'll just do them, fuck that. I'm not giving you, sorry, I was gonna ask you guys for your opinions and then I realized I don't fucking care. So um, here's what we'll do. We're gonna do some Dilly in the Wild because I really don't wanna let these build up or, or I'll never get to show them to you guys. And then we'll do a little bit of news. I've got a couple of memes and we'll have some fun, okay? That's what's gonna happen. But this store, I do not own that store, despite what you may believe, okay? It's not mine. I've never been there. It's not my store. Okay, let's do some Dilly in the Wild. All right, ladies, listen, this guy is not available. He's not available, ladies. He's not available, ladies. Now, gentlemen, I don't know. You might have a shot, but the ladies, definitely, he's not interested. Doesn't seem to really have much of an interest in the girls. I don't, I think he's not available total overall. Like, overall, I don't think he's available, but I'm just saying for sure, ladies, he's not available. So, that stud is our very own Hogman holding a uh, a turkey. How did the uh, how did the meme team not um, not already add Jebba Ellis's head to that turkey? I'm like low key disappointed that Hog was able to post this and nobody put Jebba Ellis on the turkey, like looking at the camera. That seems like a really obvious meme. Man, you know what? It's the holidays. I bet everybody was busy. That's what happened. Because normally the meme team would have definitely put Jebba Ellis's head on there. It's a good looking turkey. He did this, I'm assuming, in the big green egg because Hog is the master of big green eggs. That's his specialty. Oh, hey, dude. I like what you got going on here. Yeah, looking good. You got some beard vet goodies. You got your General Dilly shirt. Got your stogie, I'm assuming, a Patriot cigar. And you got your Donnie J. Trump. I'm feeling it. I like that one a lot. Oh, we got a family picture. Hold on. Nobody fucking move. Nobody move. We got a family picture. It's the whole fam bam got their dilly apparel and they all just look happy as can be. Oh, that's a great picture. Good photo. That's a good photo. There you go. Fam bam photo. Love it. I love that all the gear fits so good too. Yeah, it's perfect Christmas morning attire. Nice job, family. 
Uh, yeah, you're gonna wanna get this stuff before you get sick as one Dilly 300 member learned the hard way. If you have stronger fitness products already stocked in your house, you can take them before you get sick and then you can help yourself uh, increase the odds of avoiding getting sick, which is ultimately what you're trying to do. Oh, this is a picture that uh, Ron DeSantis surely would have been so cringed and upset about because as we all learned the last couple of days, Ron DeSantis fucking hates putting together toys for his kids. He's not good at it and he resents them for asking for toys that require, um, you know, putting being put together, assembly. Thankfully, this Dilly 300 member enjoys putting together uh, Christmas gifts from Santa Claus. One such gift was this awesome telescope that he can look at the stars with. I remember my first telescope when I was a kid. I loved that thing. I lived in an apartment community and I spent maybe, I'd say 10 to 15 minutes every night looking at the sky. And then I would spend the other 35 to 45 minutes from the third floor of my apartment uh, on balcony, looking into other people's apartments. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing ever to observe the way people lived. Just just watching like, what they're watching on TV. I'm like, why would anybody watch these shows? And then sometimes it'd be a good show and I'd watch the show. Yeah, it'd be like 15 to 20 minutes of sky time and about 30 to 45 minutes of peeping Tom time as a six and seven year old. <laughs> people are way more interesting than stars. I gotta be honest with you. You get a chance to stare into fucking, I was on the third floor, dude. I can look into everybody's apartment. Yep, good times. <laughs> I don't care. When you're a kid, you're just curious all the time. I'd see them arguing and shit. I'd see them talking and, who's what's that? What's going on over there? I'd observe their pets and be like, oh, the doggy or the kitty. Yeah, I don't give a shit. People are weird. People are weird. That's one of the only good things about living in a big city was be able to look with my telescope into the windows or you could look into the office building. I had a big office building by my house. It was giant, it was like 30 stories. I could look into the different floors. I'd do that on days I was sick. I'd be sick at home and I'd be like, looking through my window at the, the big giant Wells Fargo building. And I'd be looking into, hey, you see people getting yelled at by their bosses and shit. And I'd be like, man, I never want to do that. Yeah, there you go. Hey now, we got more goodies. This is always fun. This is some good, you got some good swag going here. I love that you guys had such a MAGA commerce Christmas because uh, a lot of happy people out there that were thrilled with the goodies they got because we have the best sponsors in all of the land. It's not even close. Oh my God, here we go. There you go. There's some more, look at that. Look at that shit, mm? Some My Chicago CBD mixed with some Beard Vet. Let's go, let's go. What's this next one? Oh, this is a good one. This is a nice little Christmas tree ornament. You gotta have your dilly stuff in there, but you also need to have your anti-Biden uh, ornaments because that's how you do it, America. See, told you. Hey, look what somebody got for Christmas too. This is nice. You open that gift. This is cool. These are from some firefighter bros in Southern California. They're like BFFs. And uh, one of the bros got the other bro uh, my book for Christmas. And I thought that was pretty cool. So firefighter bros, make sure you stay safe out there in SoCal. 
keep your head on a swivel, please. Your state is run terribly. And uh, yeah, you, just, you keep your head on a swivel, okay? You guys be safe out there. And thank you for watching the show every day. Appreciate that. Ooh, someone went to one of the Trump buildings and got some goodies. I could see it. Oh, you went to the Trump store. That's a great fucking store. I gave gifts from the Trump store as well to my kids. And they loved their Trump store goodies. Seriously. No joke. Not a joke. All right, there's your uh, Dilly in the Wild. That's your Dilly in the Wild. That's all you're getting for Dilly in the Wild. At least for today. Because I promised Hogman I would do at least some news stories. The news story he seemed to be most interested in was this one. He actually sent it to me on four different email accounts. And I was like, okay, Hogman, I get it. I get it. And uh, I'm not exactly certain why this was the number one story he wanted to hear about. But you know what? Who am I to judge my friend? I've, uh, I'm an ecosexual. I have fallen in love with an oak tree. There we go. Huh? Here we go, guys. There you, you can be an ecosexual now. Ma'am, I don't think it's gonna fit. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to make assumptions about your body, but based on the circumference of that oak tree, I feel very confident in saying, it ain't gonna fit. You're, you're gonna have a problem with this. Okay, listen, it's not gonna work. I don't know what part of this tree you plan on taking inside of you, but it's not. <laughs> is, that, is that one of the top three most disgusting phrases I've ever used on the Dilly Show? Which part of this tree you plan on taking inside of you? Is taking inside of you one of the most disgusting phrases any human being can say? I feel like that's probably up there, right? <laughs> that's that's got to be at least top three. I'm serious. That's like got to be top three because that's so graphic. <laughs> you don't even have to say like potty words. You can just say... Which part of this tree do you plan on taking inside of you? And it's instantly the most disgusting thing ever. Yeah. It's like, God, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, that's going to go bad. Anyway, people fuck trees now. Um, news at 11 or something. All right. Uh, I also have a, a news story from my very good friend, Miguelifornia. And Mike, I'm going to tell you this one last time. Make sure you've got some kind of home water purification system if you're gonna keep living in that shithole. California's toilet to tap approved, treated sewage coming back into homes. So California, usually what they do is they take your sewer water, right? And it's called, and then it's repumped back into what's called like gray water. And then it's into a larger water supply and diluted down and treated. And then eventually it becomes tap water again, okay? It, but but there's a big giant long process but Californians are now going to cut down on that process so what they're doing is they've now approved toilet to tap it's where you just piss directly into your family member's mouth so it's way faster they're cutting out the middlemen and during you know obviously it's it's uh it's gonna cut back on a lot of chemicals used and you're not gonna have as nearly as high of a water bill because you're just going to take whatever water you drank and then, and then share it with uh, your loved ones or neighbors or your coworkers. Yeah, so it's way... Yeah, it's, it's good. It's not, it's not disgusting at all, right? 
It's no big deal. Okay, so there's little floaters in your water, okay? Listen, it's California. If you even have water, you should count yourself uh, as lucky, okay? Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's just pee-pee. It's just a little pee-pee, guys. This is a little poo-poo. So there's some poo-poo particles in there. All right, okay. You know, whatever we gotta do to save the earth or something. Hey, uh, there was some other stuff that I missed in the news. Well, over the weekend, there was a video that surfaced that really was the most upsetting thing I've ever seen in my life. And by upsetting, I mean absolutely fucking hysterical. I'm not gonna play the original footage because I don't feel like going back and getting it. So instead, I'm just gonna play a, a really dank meme from my very good friend, Phantom Shadow, that I feel uh, used the footage perfectly. Don't know much about history. Don't know the much Wait, really, can't you? Oh, no, don't worry, just keep your hands and feet away from his mouth. Don't you have any respect for yourself? This is absolutely gross. That boy is a P.I.G. pig. <laughs> Please crap. He's... He's given up. He's given up. That's Ron DeSantis. That was Ron DeSantis eating like an absolute fucking degenerate. Like, you will never find another human, human being that is attempting to run for president and eats that way except for two men. There's only two men that eat that way on the campaign trail. The legend originally was John Kasich. If you didn't see John Kasich from Ohio, the way he ate on the campaign trail was like nothing we've ever seen in politics. Stacks of potatoes, sandwiches, it didn't matter. And it was the same disposition, just fucking give me the fucking food. Just fucking. <laughs> and then along came Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who nobody was aware uh, at the time that they elected him governor, that he was this much of a fucking disgusting slovenly pig. And now we're all aware of it. The whole world knows. Ron DeSantis is a disgusting fat pig. He loves gas station food. He talks with his mouth open. He had his food, not that big bulge in his cheek. Fucking amazing. It's really amazing. Anyway, that guy's campaign is totally over. Everyone knows it, but nobody has told him. Actually, they tried to tell him, and uh, one of his senior people compared it to when somebody's in hospice and you're preparing them for crossing over. That's not a joke. That guy actually said, we're at the point in the, uh, in the care now of the campaign where we're preparing the candidate to resume his normal life, but the candidate doesn't really know. He said, and then he compared it to hospice which I'd say is pretty accurate, but no one has told DeSantis. Well, quickly, some criticism lately about your campaign. Real quickly, some criticism lately about your campaign. Uh, what, what's that? I haven't heard it. We've been doing really well. Yeah, I you, mean, uh, what, what's that? I haven't heard it really well. You, you, I mean, we, I think they're talking about Jeff Rowe PACs. Quit. Well, yeah, but, but 
But, right, but those are packs that I don't control or have any involvement mm -hmm. in. So, well, yeah, but 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 right, but those are packs that I don't control or have any involvement mm -hmm. in. So, well, yeah, but 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 right, but those are packs that I don't control or have any involvement mm -hmm. in in terms of any of the decisions that are being made, and that that's just the way it's set up. Uh, so uh, I don't know what happened and all that. I know the media likes that. I can tell you there's not been a single Iowan that's asked me about any super PACs. Uh. <laughs> there's not been a single Iowan that's asked me about any super PACs. Uh. <laughs> okay, then I quit as your son. <laughs> California is mean. That was mean, Mike. That was very mean. No one told him. He had no idea his campaign sucked. By the way, where is Mike? Is he okay? Can somebody get a wellness check on my friend? Where did Mike go? Has anybody seen Mike? Do we know? He didn't, he's not on, on socials and he's not in our chat today. Is he in our chat? I didn't see him. I always check in on him, make sure. You just never know. He's here? Are you sure he's in here? I wanted his Twitter page. It looked like he hasn't, he wasn't around for about an hour or so. Is he okay? Mike, are you here? Are you good? Okay. I thought maybe you were, I thought maybe he was too mean and something happened. Uh-oh. We're about to lose power. Shit. Ha-ha! <laughs> I got a, I got a charger. I saved the day before we lost power. He's, he's, he's drinking on Zima? He's having breakfast? Oh, that's nice. Ew, Harley. Harley suggested that Mike is chewing his California coffee. Ew. Ew, Harley. Ew. Speaking of poop jokes, look at this. This is a funny poop joke. You guys want another good poop joke? It's a C3P meme poop joke, which means it's really funny. Watch this. Watch. Ready? And go. Joe always shits his diaper before dinner. Always. I'm getting tired of wiping his ass. Joe does a number two and it goes up his back and gets everywhere and then runs down his leg. I was the babysitter when Joe met me, but I didn't think I'd be his babysitter at this point in my life. I knew Joe would be a shitty president, just not this shitty. C3P meme, I love that the, 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 all the media and everybody was like, oh, you, you make deep fakes and you're evil, so we're gonna like ruin your life. And so you were like, I think I'm gonna make more, but make them about poop and stuff. <laughs> that was a really good solution. I approve of this solution. One more time. Joe always shits his diaper before dinner, always. I'm getting tired of wiping his ass. Joe does a number two and it goes up his back and gets everywhere and then runs down his leg. I was the babysitter when Joe met me, but I didn't think I'd be his babysitter at this point in my life. I knew Joe would be a shitty president, just not this shitty. 
That's that's reasonable, ma'am. I'm sorry. Thank you, C3P memes, for your poop meme. That was a good poop meme. Wasn't that funny? Yeah, that was a solid. That was a solid poop meme. Okay, let's get into a couple of things. First, uh, yeah, I have time to play this. I have time to play this before the break because we're gonna we're not doing a super long show today because I have to drive home tomorrow and it's my last day for vacation and I got some tourist shit that I gotta do. I gotta do a full breakdown on this trip too. I'm gonna do that breakdown on Thursday. I'm gonna tell you all about my trip and what happened. Christmas was awesome, but I also gotta tell you about what I feel in my bones. Anyway, let's see what this is. This looks important. All right, let's get to that breaking news, everybody. We have got this. It's from the Supreme Court, where special counsel Jack Smith's request to immediately settle Donald Trump's immunity claim in the election interference probe, it has been denied, essentially shuttling that which Jack Smith wanted, the fast track, if you will, uh, to decide uh, presidential immunity. Donald Trump, of course, has asked the Supreme Court to take this case up as well. So there's a lot to get to right now because the interpretation of this could greatly sideline upcoming cases and potentially affect the 2024 election. Joining us now, we have NBC News Justice and Intelligence correspondent Ken Delanian and back with us, former U.S. attorney and MSNBC legal analyst Barbara McQuaid. Okay, let's go first to you, Barbara. What's your interpretation of this? How much does this set back Jack Smith? Yeah, this is definitely a setback for Jack Smith, who had hoped to leapfrog the Court of Appeals and go straight to the Supreme Court. Instead, he will have to first litigate this matter in the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Now, in the meantime, since he filed this request with the Supreme Court, the D.C. Circuit has said they would hear the question on an expedited basis. They have set oral argument in the case for January 9th. If they decide fairly quickly, then we could be back at the Supreme Court maybe within a month or so uh, if the court acts quickly. Or it could be that they take their time and we don't decide the case until June, in which case the trial will be uh, delayed by that amount. So I think the March 4th trial date, either way you slice it, is in some trouble now. That doesn't mean it can't be tried before the election, but I think we're looking more at a summer trial instead of a spring trial. That's going to leave a mark, Jack Smith. Oh, that pesky Supreme Court. Oh, just making it super difficult to railroad Donald J. Trump. Good luck with that, fuckers. Everything's, I'm telling you, it's going to be aces, fellas and ladies. It's going to be all aces. Aces. That's how I feel. Just keep working really, really hard. Don't give up. Just keep working your asses off. It'll all turn out fine. Also, rumors are swirling. Want to see what the rumors are? I heard from somebody today that said that their brother just got a 6% mortgage on his house. Don't know if that's true or not, but Federal Reserve will cut interest rates six times in 2024 as the economy shows clear signs of cooling down. That's according to ING. So, um, well, this would be a really, 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 really good opportunity because here's what will happen. If rates drop enough to free up people's ability to move, it'll also drop prices because they'll actually be able to to, uh, move inventory. They're gonna actually be able to sell. Right now, no one can do shit. Everybody's just locked. They, they, They basically cannot sell their houses for lower dollar amounts because then they won't qualify for the next fucking house 
with the super high interest rates. So sounds counterintuitive, but truthfully, I expect rates to come down uh, this year. And if they do, I expect prices to follow suit on real estate. And there may be an incredible opportunity for many of us out there. All right, with that being said, it's time to do a little bit more MAGA commerce. days ago I went through a coffee drive-thru and the girl handing me my coffee was so sweet she was like oh your skin is amazing it's absolutely glowing do you mind if I ask you your skincare I wish I could tell you it gets old but it never will of course I told her about Kaylee just Lolo orange blossom oh this baby right here let me tell you I don't know what Kaylee did here, but for whatever reason, the orange blossom is really brightening and firming, which is a game changer. I will say this barista also asked me what my eye cream is because she said, you don't have under eye bags, but uh, I got to tell her I have orange blossom Kaylee Blolo butter. And this stuff, aside from working like an absolute miracle, it smells, oh, divine. Like, <sighs> if you have ever had the pleasure of smelling a blooming orange tree when it has all the little white blossoms all over it, that's what this smells like. If there is one product you try from Kayleaf, I would make it this one. I would grab this one while you can because this is my fountain of youth now. <laughs> there you go, everybody. It's Kayleaf.com and that is Randy. And Randy knows skincare. And she's hot. And she doesn't have to use any filters. And she just uses some skincare and looks smoking. Kayleaf.com. Check them out today. Just Lolo Orange Blossom is back in the house. And our other sponsor of the day, MyAmericanaMarketplace.com. We love My Americana Marketplace. Why? Because not only do they have all kinds of cool home decor items and other uh, neat things for your house and furniture and whatnots, but they also are the company owned by Trisha, who's a 26-year Naval Intelligence Officer who created these incredible decks of cards. That's their bread and butter. And they're original, they're hers, they're fantastic. There's a bunch of them. Four different decks, as a matter of fact. But the latest is, in my opinion, probably the greatest. It's the Agenda 47 deck of cards. You're gonna be sitting around with friends and family and coworkers in the days ahead, especially New Year's Eve, hanging out, talking shit. Get yourself a few decks of these, get some of these. You're gonna play poker, get some of these. Let's start familiarizing ourselves with Agenda 47. Use these to your advantage as a sales pitch in, uh, in that, those situations where you're hanging out and you got those social situations, okay? 
She's got all kinds of neat stuff. And if maybe they go, I'm not ready for the Agenda 47 cards. What else do you got? You say, well, maybe we could give you a different deck of cards, like the most dangerous Americans. So at least you know who to watch out for. Or you could get this deck of cards, which is the patriotic Americans. Or if there are any left, hopefully there are some, you could get the original Spygate playing cards that tell you uh, the names and description of everybody involved with the coup attempt against President Trump. Russia, Russia, Russia gate. Anyway, myamericanamarketplace.com. You're gonna wanna head on over there, check them out. They've got lots of goodies, great store, great company, great lady, and and not only that, you can get promo code Dilly will get you 10% off everything in the store. Promo code Dilly for 10% off everything in the store. Check them out today. Let's get All right, I gotta wrap up here soon because I'm gonna be late if I don't. And then my family, my whole family will be pissed at me. So listen to me. A couple things I wanna give you feedback on. Miami is my favorite place in Florida. Might be my favorite place in America. I love Miami. Um, the trip here to Siesta Key has been fun. The people aren't as friendly as Miami. Um, I don't think that there's as much to do as Miami. And it's even, it's just as expensive as Miami. So with that being said, if you have the option to go visit the ocean in Florida, go to Miami, don't go to Siesta Key. Um, people are kind of rude here. It's really odd. It's an odd location. Uh, I've spent some time in Sarasota before, didn't really notice it. And I think now that I've done the whole state of Florida, having been to Jacksonville recently, having been to, uh, Miami recently, West Palm Beach recently. Um, I've also been to, uh, you know, some of these other big cities here. Um, it's not really close. Uh, but this side of the the, uh, the the fucking state is weird. And uh, yeah, I'm not feeling it. This shit feels more like Georgia. It's like Southern nice, like they're fake nice. And I don't like that shit. I don't know how to really describe it. Like, it's just kind of fake nice. It don't feel real authentic and shit. And I'm like going around and the vibe is just very sort of touristy. Uh, and it's weird because Miami doesn't feel touristy, even though obviously there's tourism. It doesn't really feel that way. But out here, it just feels like a massive tourist trap. And and it didn't, I've went up and down. I've been, I've been obviously, I went all the way down to Fort Myers and I've been all the way up to St. Pete. And, uh, and I hadn't been here in a few years. And I got to tell you, the last time I was in St. Pete was 2018 and it's now a dirty shithole. It wasn't a dirty shithole in 2018. All right, I gotta be straight up with you. Like St. Petersburg doesn't look like it did in 2018. It looks fucking filthy. There's homeless people everywhere. Hell of drugs. Like people are fucked up on drugs all over the place. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm just giving you guys a weird, I'm just fucking out. Like can't wait to go home tomorrow, okay? I can't wait to go home tomorrow. Um, even though I don't wanna go back to Georgia, I just don't wanna be here. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the truth. I, I being giving me a very honest opinion. It just it doesn't resonate with me at all. I like West Palm Beach much better. I even like Jacksonville better. I would rather go back to St. Augustine. Um, but yeah, this is, I, I don't know. I, I've been here a couple times and this time I'm just sort of not impressed. 
Yeah, I'm not impressed. I think it's kind of fucking, it's sort of, and then the, the food options here are like average at best. I've got, we've had a couple of good meals, like great meals that were, were a little bit higher end dinner, but all in all, it's not even comparable to the, to the food that you can get in Miami at all. So yeah, I like St. Augustine and I like Jacksonville, but, but overall I'd rather be in either Miami or West Palm Beach but it was a good experience. I don't have any regrets. I'm glad we came, but I've learned my lesson. I'm like, this ain't, this ain't Dilly's speed, okay? This ain't my speed. It's like, it seems kind of crusty and kind of old and fucking um, and, and rude. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's what I've experienced out here. I'm like, ugh. It just, doesn't, it just seems sort of, uh, it feels kind of Democrat. I don't know if that, it, I don't even know the demographics of where I'm at. It just feels sort of shit Libby. Like I didn't get that feeling in Miami at all. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. Miami, you become acutely aware that there's a shitload of conservatives there, but, but that doesn't feel like it here. It feels just sort of shit Libby and poor. And it's weird. I don't really know how to explain it. It's run by Democrats? Oh, well, that's why. Interesting. All right. Anyway, we'll talk about that more on Thursday. So listen to me. I won't be on the Dilly Show tomorrow because I have to travel, okay? I have a travel day. But then once I get back, we've got a Dilly Show on Thursday. we got a Dilly Show on Friday. And then on the following Monday, we got California the whole fucking week co-hosting, hanging out at my house. So that's gonna be really special. Um, but yeah, I won't be here tomorrow. I'll try to send out some tweets, but probably not many because I'll be driving. And then I'll be back on Thursday and we'll just, it will, we'll start fucking powering ahead. No more missing shows for a while because it looks like I'm done traveling at least, I think, for a little while. Okay? All right, good talk. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley. And I'll be back Thursday, the 28th at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Tuesday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.